I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T, and today we're talking beans. For those of you who haven't listened to the show before, this is a show for picky eaters. If you're not a picky eater, maybe you know someone. You probably know somebody. Um, so we help to talk you through some things to help you out, to expand your palate, to expand to expand your thinking when it comes to eating different foods. It could be something as simple as what we're talking about today with beans and things that are more complex like chitlins, which people keep trying to get me to eat. But that's not going to happen. So with that said, I just want to make sure that you're uh, following the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. Also follow us on Instagram at YFLF Podcast, as in your food looks funny. Reach out to the show if you want to comment on anything. Call or text at 419-77-PICKY or 419-777-4259. But like I said, today we're going to talk about beans. July, ironically, is National Baked Bean Month. Yes, there is a holiday and a celebration for everything, even the things as simple as baked beans. One of my favorite barbecue sides which i talked about on i think it was episode nine i have to get better about researching these numbers of episodes this is episode 52 and i figured eh, why not come up with a new format now that we're uh, a year in on these episodes now so when i do solo episodes that are a little bit smaller i'm going to try to talk about some smaller items namely today we're talking about beans so again one of my favorite sides is baked beans when it comes to barbecue and there are a lot of different kinds of beans and a lot of different things you can do with them. But for some reason, people just have this aversion to eating them. My wife is one of those people. Go figure. So that would be one of the main things that she talks about when uh, when I get ready to make a plate and there's beans on it. She she looks at it a little questionably. I'm not eating so, that. Yeah, you can see where the conflict is with it being one of my favorite sides. She actually might eat baked beans. But it's just like black beans and kidney beans and stuff, which we're going to talk about in a second here. But I just had to get that out the way to let you know where I stand and where our household stands when it comes to beans. Now, leading off talking about National Baked Bean Month, I have no idea how this came about. There are some mixed reasons why uh, it happened and, and from what I researched. But ultimately, apparently, I mean, uh, I guess it's just barbecue time in July and baked beans are one of those celebrated things when it comes to the American way of thinking when it comes to eating for barbecues. We carb up. So it has a lot of complex carbohydrates. Uh, it's high in fiber. Turns out the darker the bean is, the higher it is in antioxidants. Some things that I just didn't know about beans. I knew it was high in fiber uh, because everybody has that uh, perception about beans or the things that give you a lot of gas. So. I figured I'd hit a science tab on that because I gave you a little bit of information there that you might not have known. Some of you may have known it and you, you know, your spouse or family suffers from it. But hey, they say that if you uh, gradually incorporate beans into your diet slowly, it can eliminate the gas. So that might be a helpful tip for you or whoever else is around you to be able to uh, stand in the house or the car or whatever a little bit longer with you just, to, you know. Kind of get that to go by. Anywho, getting into more of the specific types of beans. Everybody pretty much knows about uh, baked beans. I it, it kind of varies what kind of beans you want to use depending on who makes it. So you can use kidney beans, navy beans, white beans. Uh, black beans are traditionally used with a lot of uh, Mexican items. 
I love black beans. I'm a big fan of black beans. When I make my chili, I normally use red kidney beans, dark ones, and black beans. So turns out I was getting a lot of antioxidants there and didn't realize it. But I'm a big fan of beans. Another thing I also didn't know, and I think I talked about this on last week's episode with Tammy, but we made a hummus out of black-eyed peas. And don't let the name fool you. Black-eyed peas are actually beans. They resemble beans. They just are called peas. West African in descent or uh, in origin. And they're a great source of fiber. And it gives you that nostalgic taste without, you know, having to uh, deal with the extra pork and stuff that you throw in there. But I I love the taste of black-eyed peas and other beans. I don't know why it is that I gravitated towards beans so much on my plate. Maybe it's because they're so high in carbs and it's almost like a starch alternative. But going along with that, as far as nutritional benefits, and I know one of my listeners doesn't like when I try to talk too healthy about stuff, but hey, you got to give them the nutritional information when you're talking about certain foods, especially beans. So they're also a high form of protein that you can get without actually eating meat. A lot of people add meat when they make certain kinds of beans and they'll just be uh, an add-on ingredient to it. But beans themselves are a high form of protein, which is why they've become such a staple when it comes to vegan and vegetarian dishes, because they're a good substitute if you just want to knock out the meat. I'm a good fan. I'm a fan of black bean burgers when flavored right, because if somebody makes them, they're too dense, they're too gummy, they're too dry, and you just, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind that. of disgusting. That's one of those things that meat doesn't mess up as often. I think people have figured out so many different ways to cook meat at this point that when people try to create substitutes like a black bean burger or I can't think of another example off the top of my head right now. But you get where I'm going with that. Beans substituting for meat haven't always been a thing. Beans have just been beans. Meat has just been meat. And now we're in the age where things are converting to substitute for meat, and therefore they have a higher scrutiny, especially in the picky eating community. So when it comes to being picky, if you tell me something is something else. So if you tell me you have vegan beef or vegan chicken, they love to throw vegan in front of everything. There are some really good vegan dishes that don't have to have the word vegan in front of it. You don't have to sell me on the fact that it tastes like chicken or tastes like beef. Just let it be what it is, a bean. So if it's a bean burger, let the beans be flavorful. Let the beans be tasty. Let the beans be nutritious. But don't tell me the beans are beef because they're not. Come on. Let the beans be the beans. And uh, apparently, according to another study, and again, uh, I don't think this is a science button-worthy item, but they said Americans are very low on the amount of beans that we should be eating. Go figure. A place that has National Baked Bean Month seems to be low on the ingestion of beans themselves. It says we should be eating a cup of beans per day. And I know I ain't eating no cup of beans per day. But if I could figure out a way to add it to my diet, maybe I will in 20 years. Yes, I procrastinate and therefore my eating suffers because of it. All right, let's talk about branding. So when it comes to baked beans or any kind of beans, when you go in the store, there are a few staples. There are a few staples that I notice 
Bush's. Of course, Bush's baked beans, which have nothing to do with the two presidents, but Bush's baked beans have been the staple for baked beans for a long time. Most people remember the commercials from the 90s and 2000s of the guy from the family and his dog who are talking about giving up the secret recipe to the baked beans. I think this is a thing in our community, the African-American community, that is, um, that things that come out of a can have to be seasoned again. However it was in the can is raw. It doesn't matter if you know what a raw bean versus a bean that comes out of a can looked like. There has to be some additions that come with it. Otherwise, it's unacceptable, right? There's a lot of sodium in canned ingredients. And I've talked on this show before about how I have an issue with my salt intake. I have a, I, it's one of the things that I cannot easily keep under control. So when it comes to things coming out of a can, especially beans, you drain them normally, unless you're using the juice for something. And if you use the juice, you got to remember that you're adding sodium back to it. But people will take black beans from cans or wherever, and then they'll add a lot more seasonings to them. You have to be mindful of what you're adding to it because the flavor is going to be adjusted, number one. And then the nutritional value is going to be adjusted, number two. So you have to keep into account what you're adding to your food because the calories and stuff, if you're actually calorie counting or looking at your daily allotment of things on the nutritional label, you have to keep into account that what it says on the label only accounts for what's inside the packaging, what's inside the can, what's inside the packaging, unless it says with milk or something like that. Like if you look at cereal on a cereal box, it'll say the calorie count or the amount of nutritional value dry and it'll say it again when you add like a quarter cup of milk with it now I'll leave it to my wife she's going to need a full cup of milk to go with her so it's going to completely change that but with me I don't need much I just need a little spritz on there to make sure that it you know it moistens it without you know making my cereal soggy because if it gets soggy I can't do soggy cereal I talked about that on an episode two that was fully dedicated to cereal I have no idea what the number is because you know I'm not good with that but it's back there somewhere. It's in the first 52, I can guarantee you that much. But again, when it comes to beans, a lot of people buy their beans coming out of the cans. I like to buy mine with less sodium or no added salt or the best I can get out of it because I want to control the salt content and not only that, but just the flavor that goes into it. I don't want the can to dictate you know, how salty my food is going to be because we've all had that person who made beans and you had to ask, did they make the beans just to make sure you are blaming the right person for making them overly salty or not flavored enough. So there are ways to get around this. Okay. Draining your beans, draining your beans can eliminate some of that salt content or making sure you dilute it with some other item. So if you want to cook chili and you know you're throwing in tomato paste and all this other stuff it's going to dilute down the the salinity or the salt content in your item but you want to make sure that you are prepared and continuously tasting which i've said before again continuously tasting your food while you're cooking it don't wait until after to decide that oh this don't taste right and then try to correct everything because if you're picky or the person you're feeding is picky you've already dug yourself too deep of a hole 
to get out of. It's going to take you a while. And the whole purpose of this is to make meals faster, faster. That's what the whole thing comes down to. And that was the purpose of people canning beans in the first place is they're taking out some of the work for you. You don't have to soak beans or cook them to a certain amount, but beans, peas, lentils, all of this stuff is now quick and easy and incorporating it into your diet is a great thing. But of course this show is about being picky. So if you decide that beans aren't your thing, ask yourself, what's the last thing that you tried when it comes to beans? Okay. When was the last time you tried them? Okay. Who made them? Maybe don't try that person's again. Try them a new way. Try them at a new restaurant. Try them by yourself. I said that a long time ago back on episode two. I think I actually got that number right, by the way. But episode two, when to try new food. Don't, I hope I didn't quote that number wrong, but I'm pretty sure I got that right. Uh, when to try new food, trying it by yourself, especially if you're eating beans. Because like we said before, if you got gas, I'm going to have to pass on being by you. Uh, but try these things out. Beans. That is, that's what we're talking about. Baked beans, we got barbecues coming up. If you're listening to this in the opening week, for the July is coming. That's a super barbecue weekend. So try these things out. Uh, call in. Let me know if, you, uh, if you're a bean fan or not. What's your favorite kind of bean? Okay, did you learn anything new about beans on this episode? Again, smaller episodes Smaller items. National Baked Bean Month. Have a celebration during July. If it's not July, celebrate anyway. Okay. Apparently, Americans need a cup of beans every day. So you just need to celebrate every day by yourself until you get that gas thing under control. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you're following everywhere. Check out the website, yourfoodlooksfunny.com and donate to the show while you're on there. Help support us. I appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. All right. Make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to Your Food Looks Funny. And call or text to reach out to the show and let us know what you think at 419-77-PICKY or 419-777-4259.